I'm Ginger. And I'm Cinnamon. And this is the Ginger and Cinnamon Podcast. Welcome, everyone. We're back on the handheld. We're going to get a third mic eventually. Um, we took a week off last week because we were both very busy. Yeah, I was working on my costume, finishing it up for Halloween. And you got it done. And I got it done. I'm very happy with the finished product. We can finally show pictures. I was really busy working on a short film that I was able to shoot. And that went, that went really well. Um, but with all that combined, like we were both too slammed. It's a beautiful day today and we're in November now. We're at Forsyth Park. Forsyth, the biggest, the biggest park in Savannah. Yeah, and the most beautiful, I would say. I think now we can get into last week's episode comments. This is from Alex Gaming 17369 Out of everyone who works on the podcast, who would collect the most candy? Parentheses, yes, very unclear question. If you don't understand that last one, here, let me ask you this. Who would survive Five Nights at Freddy's in real life? <laughs> So, two, two questions here from Alex Gaming. So the first one was who... Who would collect the most candy? Who would collect the most candy? And they say out of everyone who works on the podcast, so that could mean Gerald, too. Maybe implying, like, who, who would have the best costume, because we, we kind of were like, if you get a Tootsie Roll, like, you have a bad costume oh, right, kind of thing. Right. So. I think we both deserve candy for our costumes. Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like you would probably collect the most. <laughs> I did make mine too, so that's the DIY, there's that added DIY element to it. I feel like though if you just started running at like a group of kids, they would all drop their candy and that would all become yours, like <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> I should probably do <laughs> you that. You should do that. Next Halloween. Next yeah, Halloween. and then the second question was who would survive Five Nights at Freddy's in real life? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say Gerald would survive. Gerald would definitely survive. He's savvy with the computers. He would yeah. be on the cameras. He would <laughs> he would have it down. Them all so fast. Yeah. You know? This is from a um Edit Hun Nobble. Unfortunate last name, Nobble. Yeah, Nobble. That is strange. This one says, uh Ginger, trying out the middle part. Bold. Dangerous exciting. <laughs> I yeah, it, it is definitely a, a look, I will say. I didn't notice, but afterwards, until when I watched the episode, the whole time you kept parting your hair, like, <laughs> in the middle, just over and over again. Yeah. And I, I kind of noticed while we were recording, but I didn't know what you were doing. I'm surprised you didn't comment on the mustache. Nobody commented on how I grew out a mustache for one episode and then shaved it. Well, I think because we didn't mention it, nobody noticed, I guess. Weird. Um, <laughs> thank you, guys, for catching that with your legs. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was clean. That was clean. <laughs> this is from I'm a Comic Book Writer 58, and they say, Vecna? Question mark, exclamation point. I didn't make this connection last time with the bells. It chiming in the background. Oh uh, yeah. That's the reason we were gonna die. Is Vecna was coming to to kill us. That's that's the Stranger Things reference. This is from, I'm a comic book writer, fifty eight, again. Um, also Ginger, I love how you need to read out the emojis. <laughs> Smiling face. Oh. Is that <laughs> we're, we're gonna be here for a while? We're gonna, while. We're gonna be There's here like for a while. Hold on. Uh, is that like a disguise emoji? A disguise emoji oh again? Halo emoji, 
kissy face emoji, cool guy emoji, party hat, party can just, emoji, can we just fast thinking forward? emoji. Is that a is that a sun or a clouds or I don't know? Surprised emoji, hand over mouth emoji, melting emoji. Um, I think we're good. I think we're done. I think that's it. Okay. What a, what a insightful comment. Yeah, that was mean. <laughs> I feel like we're already inconveniencing our guest enough. Our guest brought to the topic of stop motion animation, which I'm I'm very excited to talk about because it's such a unique art form. It's such an intricate art form, and I can't wait to talk more about it. Our guest for this week is none other than Mags. Mags. Hi. Hey. I'm Mags. I'm outnumbered. We've got two gingers on the podcast. I'm the other ginger. Some people say I'm the better ginger, but <laughs> that's subject. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on. Wait a second. Sounds. Did you really right. just say that? We just begun this podcast. We need. You're, to, you're already firing at me. We need to redo the uh-huh, intro. Uh-huh. I think we need. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Can Can you give me a quick? I'm ginger. I'm ginger. And I'm cinnamon. See, that, that just kind of sounds, it rolls off the top. We, we flow a lot better together, don't you think? Don't you think? Don't you think, Ginger? Don't take him away from me. <laughs> we, we are the duo. We are the duo. And you're trying to take him away from me. Gingers, please. That's so messed <laughs> There's up. There's enough cinnamon to I, go around. I don't think I could take him away from you. I think that would be too impossible of a task. Yeah, we're, we're inseparable. Found together. Yeah. Yeah. Like two peas in a pod. Absolutely. Like two bananas in a banana case. Yeah, Mags, you wanted to talk about stop motion. So before I decided that I wanted to be a sequential art major, I wanted to be an animation major and I was very much into animation. I wanted to work for Pixar. I wanted to go to CalArts and be in the room A113. If you get that reference, that's pretty awesome. Yes. Um, And like the whole shebang. But when I was 14, I actually watched Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time. And I think that's when I finally, like, looked more into stop motion. Because as soon as I watched Night Before Christmas, I watched Coraline, I watched Corpse Bride, like, the big three. And it kind of just became this art form that I was infatuated with. Back when I was nine years old on YouTube for, like, the first time, my brother and I, like, the first YouTube videos we watched were these Lego videos that used stop motion animation. It was called Base 327. I learned what stop motion was when I was 14. I was like, oh my gosh, that's how they did it. And I've kind of just been obsessed with it since. It's like, if I was still an animation major, I would want to specialize in stop motion. I remember being really little and finding um, Lego stop motion videos on YouTube. Mm. And I would try to recreate some some of them. Everybody had Legos and... um, yeah, no, it was it was definitely an awakening for a lot of young kids. Yeah, for animation. I think my first experience seeing stop motion or anything was, I think my cousin really loves Coraline. Like she's a big Coraline fan, and I remember watching that movie and it like really like freaked me out because, you know, it's meant to be like creepy and stuff. But that was my first intro to stop motion because I still to this day have not seen Nightmare Before Christmas, which. It's a crying shame, I know, but... We're watching Nightmare Before Christmas eventually. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know I'm going to make sure you watch it with all my Nightmare Before Christmas things that I own. With me in college, I have a water bottle, I have headphones, I have a plush, I have a blanket. At home, I have like four different sweatshirts, I have a pair of sweatpants, I have five different shirts, and 
Oh my gosh, I have it on DVD. That is my prized possession. I have so much time for Christmas stuff. It is insane and I want more. I especially got like more into stop motion this past year because um, earlier this year I made a short film called Shuffled that was uh, like a mix of live action and stop motion, but it was a lot of stop motion. Um, and that was my first time delving into it. Uh, did you see uh, the new Pinocchio movie? Um, no, I haven't, but I want to see it so bad because it looks phenomenal. Yeah. And like a movie like that winning best animated movie for, as the Oscars really shows that like, cause stop motion is kind of dying out as a medium because mm -hmm. people like not as many films are being made as consistently as like 3D animated movies because it takes more time. So something like that still pushes stop motion to the front frame to be like, this is still an art form and this is still an important art form we should look at. Mm -hmm. And like, I have to watch it because I just appreciate everything stop motion. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's and a beautiful it film. Did you ever watch like Wallace and Gromit? Or okay. <laughs> I didn't watch Wallace and Gromit because it scared me as a child. <laughs> and there's a very specific story why. Do you know the Wear Bunny episode? No, but... Okay, so there was this Wear Bunny episode where this giant bunny would like go and attack people and I watched bits of it and I have this stuffed rabbit named Ray Ray that I would sleep with every night. Like this was like my comfort stuffed animal and I was so afraid the Wear Bunny was just going to steal Ray Ray so I couldn't watch any more Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> but my brother and I religiously watched Shaun the Sheep. Shaun like that was sheep. our show. Shaun I loved the Shaun the Sheep so much as a child. I used to watch um, Wallace and Gromit a lot. Them going up in the rocket and landing on the moon and it's just all cheese. It's like, it's to hide the body. Yeah. There's no cheese in crackers in prison. <laughs> yeah, that's just one of my earliest uh, memories as a kid watching that. Is the Lego movie stop motion or is it just made to look stop motion? I think it's a combination. Yeah. Because there's, the there's some parts that really, like, I think the whole thing is made to really look stop motion. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of like made to look stop motion, but they still put a lot of like time into the models and the rigging and stuff. Spoilers for the Lego movie. This movie's spoilers. been out for a very spoilers, long time, spoilers. but like just in case. Watch the Lego movie. Watch the oh Lego gosh. movie. It's so good. It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways, so there's a scene near the end where Emmett is trying to convince like Lord Business or like talk down Lord Business from craggling everybody. That was a sentence and a half. Um, but it like shows videos of people like creating stuff to fight back against Lord Business, and they're actually videos done by like people who would do stop motion and like the productions like went to like these kids who would do stop motion and they'd be like hey can we bring you in for this movie and you can kind of tell from it that like this is like just kids doing it mm. and it's just it's so cool to see like something for the like lego community and how like the lego movie brought people in and was like hey we want to use your animations we want to use your creations because we think they're important because we love you as a community and we love what you create yeah there's and across the spider-verse too there's um a scene where it's stop motion Lego and there's I remember reading something online that it was a kid who who did that whole thing. Yeah. It was a 13 to 14 year old boy. He actually recreated the entire trailer for Into the Spider-Verse in Lego Stop Motion, uploaded to his YouTube channel. The like people who were making the movie Solemn and they're like, you make a scene for us. <laughs> yeah. And so he animated so awesome. the um, Lego scene. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. And it's like it makes it so accessible too because things like the Lego movie or just that one scene and like you see on social media it's like this was made by a kid it, it really is inspiring to be like I can just go grab Legos and just start taking pictures and actually physically make a scene that's so cool do you guys know what stick bots are stick what stick bots no I think I know I think I know what you're talking I'm about I'm not it's sure like, um, you can move like 
hose them up. Yeah, they have stuff. like little, so they have suction cups on like their hands and their feet. So you yes. Can, yes. Yeah, so I actually got a stick bot oh, when sorry. I was like 14 and they have a specific app that you can download that is like a rudimentary stop motion app. And that's what I, how I first started making stop motion animations. And there is a YouTube channel for stick bots where they'd make like these series for the stick bots. Like there was The Botchler, there was Off the Grid. <laughs> the Botchler. The Off the Grid was wild, man. Like I never finished it, but that was insane. There was like a Stranger Things parody, but it was like with stick bot pets. That one was pretty wild. I watched all of that one. That's cool. It was so crazy, but like that's kind of how I knew like, oh, I could do it because stick bots whole thing was like, make stop motion videos, make stop motion animated videos. Like we have an app for it, you can do it, it's free. Watch our YouTube channel and the videos we make. That was such a great avenue to introduce kids to it. And I don't know if Stickbots is like discontinued or not, but I hope it isn't because like it was it was just a great thing for me. Yeah, I remember, I think it was my little brother who had Stickbots and I remember using it once. And I, I do remember that there's a catalog that um, there's uh, creations that you could watch. It's such a commitment to to like commit to even a small stop motion project that's like you know that's hours that you're gonna have to pour into that. They have one stop motion class here but that's only if you take an animation major. Yeah. Which really bums me out because like I would have loved to just take a stop motion class as an elective here but y you know and so I'm a sequel major I want to do concept art so it's still kind of like in that realm. So I'm really hoping that one day there is a class that I could go to just so I could get back into the art. But you've you actually brought something for us today to see. Uh, that I you've did. <laughs> this is gonna sound really funny. So for our viewers out there who know delightful or dollightful and dollightful. know like about the doll customization community, I have custom dolls I made. And my... You just hit the mic. <laughs> you hit their head right, right on the mic. That's just bash them. I have custom dolls I made. And um, my freshman year, I actually used them um, for my animation class to make a small 40-second stop-motion film. So I'm going to show them to you yeah, guys you, real quick. Yeah. Bring them up to the camera. Visual listeners, we've got some pretty awesome custom dolls <laughs> up here. When COVID hit, we were working from home. Mm. And I was in an animation class. You can imagine that that's kind of hard when you're part of an animation class and use an animation program. So we actually started our stop motion lesson early and she got us onto an app because before then, I would still use the Stickbot animation app. Uh, she got us onto an app called, I think it was called Stopmo. And the project was to make a like little under a minute long film using stop motion. Before then, I actually was testing out stop motion with this doll, her name is Luna. Um, she has, for our uh, listeners, she has purple hair. I used watercolor pencils to paint on the face. She's wearing a purple sweater, and she's also wearing a plot skirt, but I'm gripping it tightly because the buttons broke. Oh, so no. we don't want that to fall off. Um, <laughs> for the actual project, I made a little film called, a 45 second film called A Day in Quarantine, and it starred both the dolls, because they're supposed to be sisters, living out what a day in quarantine would be like. And I had this setup on my desk where they were like in this little like setup I had, and then I had a ring light that my mom bought me that I had clipped to my desk for like three days, and then a little stand where I put my phone and like everything just stayed there. I never moved things. I would move my phone only when I needed to. And I think it, it didn't take me too long, but I think I spent like not even five hours animating it. Hmm. But I know it was like more than a one day project. Yeah. I got an A on that project, by the way. Nice. That was like the first big project I did with stop motion and I, like, I loved it. I loved it so much. As um, an animator, it probably like really helps you like learn about movement and how oh, that yeah. looks. Cause I know like, even just regular animators, like non-stop motion usually have like 
the, I don't know what to call them, but these these little physical guys that they like can put for reference, you know. Yeah, that's actually a lot to do with like 3D rigging as well. Yeah. Um, Love 3D rigging. Uh, <laughs> I've never had to 3D rig, but I've heard horror stories, man. I've done it on ZBrush. It sucks. Oh, I feel sorry for you, man. It's horrible. What, well, what do you sorry. what do you have to do? For, I I just haven't. I don't have any understanding of it. Like, it's just like a, it's a tedious process of just like trying to, it's like you have to set, set up your model to have all these joints and things. And it's just, yeah, it's a very tedious process and it doesn't work half the time pretty much. Grateful that I've only done 2D animation. Grateful <laughs> that I've only done 2D animation. There's also claymation, which you make uh, clay puppets and stuff. Like think of Gumby. Like, do you guys, have you ever watched Gumby? I, I have not watched Gumby. You've never watched Gumby? I, I love Gumby. Are you trying to block out the I'm sun? I'm trying right to now? block the sun right now. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald, you're going to have to do some light editing on this. Some we, light editing, We've never please. filmed during the daytime, so we don't... Oh, my. This is a first for this us. This is a first for us. No, I love, I love Gumby. That That's my childhood right there. That's, like, the best example of claymation I could get. And then you also have puppet animation. So that's, like, your Nightmare Before Christmas, your Coraline. Mm, yeah. Your, like, Frankenweenie. And you're and like all that Pinocchio. stuff. And Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Uh, do do you know um, Dodo Island? Have you heard of Dodo Island before? I've never heard of Dodo okay. Island. Okay, it is my favorite claymation. I think it's a it's a series, and we had and my family had it on VHS. <laughs> I like how we have <laughs> all our hands up right now. Um, but no, it it is so weird, and it's like these. Play-Doh monsters on this island, mm. and they Wait, just go. I have seen that. I have, have seen that before. Yeah, like forever ago, I saw it. But like that's because I go on the Play-Doh website to like play the mini games and stuff. And I remember there being a main island that my brother and I would fool around with. Oh my goodness! Wow. You just oh my goodness! A childhood memory <laughs> for me. I know oh my it's. God. It's deep. It's deep in my mind. No idea what you're talking. About. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Isaac, this isn't about you. This uh, isn't okay, about you. Right now. No, uh, bring it back. Have you? Okay, I haven't seen these either. But have you watched Fantastic Mr. Fox or Yes. Isle of Dogs? I have. I have to. I, I have, have seen to both. watch Isle of Dogs because it looks so good. You I haven't seen Isle of Dogs. I haven't seen Isle of Dogs. And okay? you're talking about stop motion I animation. Seen okay, shut up. <laughs> that go. I was going to talk about is actually silhouette animation. So it's when you take. So when you take like a light box, like a big light box, and you'd make these small paper puppets out of black paper and you sew joints together, and that's how you animate it. And I actually made a two minute long film with doing puppet animation. I made my own puppets. I had the light box with the backdrop. It took me like an entire week to make, plus editing, because I had to edit it on Premiere Pro. I don't like editing on Premiere Pro. I'm sorry to the Amen. Premiere Pro fans. <laughs> Amen um, to that. It is needlessly <laughs> complicated. I use CapCut now. All right, this is a, this is a lost cause. Yeah, I think we're just our visual. Our visual people. listeners are going to be blinded, so audio listeners don't feel bad. You said you said Pixar was a big inspiration for you as an animator. Do you have a favorite Pixar movie? I do actually. My favorite is Inside Out. I hold a lot of memories with it. That's a good one. I, well done. I cry every time I watch it. That might um, be my favorite too. It's actually the last movie in theaters that I saw with my grandmother before she passed away, so oh. it's very like sentimental to me. And I also relate to Joy a lot, and I loved the story. I loved the like message of family. Like yes. that movie is one of my favorites ever. It's excellent. I, it's, it's, it's it's either so that it's so or like maybe Wally or Up uh, for me. I I think Up is my favorite. Um, it's just the one that 
I can always come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do like Wally though. Yeah. I, I I've only seen it like two times, but I like robots. Big robot uh, guy. Robots. <laughs> but that's not Pixar. Yeah. What? What? Robots isn't Pixar. Oh no! I was talking about Wally because it's oh, robots. Okay. <laughs> well, there is a movie called Robots. I know, dude. I've seen robots. Oh, are you before. talking about that terrible-looking movie where it's robots like? I know. Bad. I think I know, it's pretty good. I, I, I've only seen the trailer over and over, and it's like I know this place like the back of my hand. Oh, that's new, and then he gets like hit by something. I don't know. It looks. It looks what? goofy. It looks goofy. It is. No, Robots is a really good movie. You should watch Robots. It's, my Pixar close second is Luca. I've watched mm. that film like five Luca's times. Luca's great. Luca's really good. I love the water animation. I love the story of it. I love just the story of friendship. I love like how all the characters interact with each other. I love like the designs and stuff it's just i love luca i've made a five minute long video talking about pixar's um specifically toy stories release and how that's affected the animation industry they're not trying to make movies for kids they're just making good movies that are family friendly like that was the whole jump start because the original draft of toy story was actually really mean-spirited mm-hmm. but their whole thing was we don't want a musical we don't want this to be some sunshiny disney princess film and that's how they got more grounded stories that on the surface for children is a story about these toys who came to life and who learned to be friends but for adults they could see a grounded story of somebody realizing that they could be replaced and having an existential crisis of what is my purpose now and what is my life and it's very interesting to see such grounded films yeah and it wasn't something that was many thought of and it's kind of the reason why Shrek exists as a more grounded film. Lightyear is a terrible Pixar movie. Lightyear was not good. Like, Lightyear was pretty. And I will, and I do have to say, contrary to popular opinion, I really enjoyed Turning Red. Like, a lot of people don't like it as much because of how, like, goofy it is, but I feel like Turning Red really, like, hit on, like, hit a soft spot for me mm. with, like, relationships with mother-daughters and, like, just being a kid and trying to figure that out. And I thought it was a really great message. I think my favorite latest Pixar movies, probably Soul. Just, oh my gosh. Soul. I love Soul so They much. did a lot of really cool. Soul was crea- really good. They did a lot of creative stuff with animation because now everyone in animation is like, oh, well, we're trying, I like, to, I like seeing movies that are differing from the Pixar look because Pixar created this new 3D animation, which, revolutionized everything and everyone wanted to do it and then everyone else you know made stuff like that and now you're seeing more things like spider-verse and teenage mutant ninja turtles and puss in boots where they're they're changing it up a little and people are liking that anyway all that to say soul was doing some new creative stuff with that which i like but you mentioned uh puss in boots yeah and can we just like talk about that for a second because <laughs> that was one of my f- favorite movies of, of that year yeah it was this year it came out in february yeah no That's i crazy. I this year's gone on forever. it was so good i like was so caught off guard i was so surprised when i went to go see it i think it was me and one of my friends and we're like okay we're not this isn't this is just gonna be some stupid kids movie you know and it just ended up being so much more than that and yeah. the animation was just so incredible yeah um and yeah, it just caught me so off guard. Animation, mm-hmm. story. What yeah. I love about the new like 2D combining 3D wave of animation, um, I personally love 2D animation. I feel like we should bring that back for major movies as a medium because of how like beautiful it is, even though it is time consuming. Yeah. But what I like about it... <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> what I like about it um, the most is that you can be different with it. Like Spider-Verse had the like comic book style and... I feel like they're just doing this to highlight the fact that I'm short. 
No, just keep going. We're, okay. We respect your opinion. All right, fine. <laughs> so I really like that, like, Spider-Verse had, like, the comic effect with it because that's where it draw from. Puss in Boots had more of an oil painting effect, which I think was absolutely beautiful. And another great movie that combines 3D and 2D animation that you should watch that is highly underrated, Mitchell's Versus the Machines. It's on Netflix. Watch it. That one has more of, like, a sketchy type vibe because of where it goes is that, like, the main character is an artist and she, like, makes these, like, silly little films and stuff. Watch Mitchell's Versus the Machines. Do it now. That's your homework. I need an essay by it. Monday, 11.59 p.m. Tell me how much you loved that movie. You better. Do it. You gotta do it. And, like, with the new Disney movie Wish coming out, it feels like they rushed just a little bit to make it, like, this 2D element, but I still see that it's, like, trying to draw it and make it look more like a storybook. And I can really appreciate how, yes, we have this new medium animation, but studios are finding a way to make it different and make it look good. And I feel like that's what the industry kind of needs right now. And I, I absolutely adore it. I want more of this. Yeah. I want more people to experiment. Wasn't uh, Disney's last 2D animated movie, Princess and the Frog, uh, that was like back to their kind of classic thing? I agree. I think it would be cool to see more of those because once Pixar became such a, such a success, they moved away from that to you're like Frozen's and Encantos and Moana's yeah. kind of thing. Tangled um, being their, Tangled was actually a beast to make as their first 3D animated movie. Yeah. Because the Disney Animation Studio is separated from Pixar, so they didn't have like Pixar's technology, so they had to do this like differently. What a lot of people don't realize is that it takes at least four years to make a 3D animated movie. So a lot of these like shows and movies you watch, they weren't made in a couple months. They were had been taking years and years of time to make an effort. like. Across the Spider-Verse took five years of production, and it was production hell for the animators. Yeah. So that's why I really hope that you all realize that Beyond the Spider-Verse is not coming out anytime soon. Yeah, please. That's going to take a very long time, and it take should time. take a very long time. Keep yeah. it in the oven. Keep it in the yeah, oven. Yeah, keep it Let in it the cook. oven. Don't rush Let it. Let it cook. Let it cook. You can't rush animation, and with Tangled, like, they had to animate every follicle of her hair. And that was a beast in its own. So I feel like Disney deciding that that was going to be the first time they do a 3D animated movie really set it up to be like, all right, we got to make this and we got to make it good. I know they poured so much into that and had to do so much with that. And there's a lot of complicated things. Like the whole premise of the movie is based around hair, which is yeah. crazy difficult to animate. And there's a bunch of water stuff they do in that. Like they And then really... the entire lantern scene was yeah. just phenomenal, it's man. It's crazy. It was really, really good. And it was like, it was a beast to animate. It was like, oh, our next 3D animated movie is going to be a walk in the park. And that was Frozen. <laughs> I love Frozen. I can never get tired of Frozen. That is my admittance. Let it go. Oh. Good job, Rowan. Good, good joke. Good job, Rowan. <laughs> no one thought of that. No, no one, one did. No one could have thought of what I would say next. The cold never no. bothered me. And then my favorite anyway. Disney movie, 3D animated Disney movie, is actually Moana, Moana. Because of, like, I love Moana. It is visually impressive. I love the story. I love the songs. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne. That man is so silly. I <laughs> love, love The so Rock. Much. I can't but, believe yeah. they're already going to make that a live action remake. That's no, okay. <laughs> I I have thoughts about that. that. I have there mixed feelings. So many thoughts about live action remakes. They are doing it. It's so sad. Mm. I have a lot of thoughts on live action remakes and how they devalue and seem to further diminish animation as an art form because it's not taken seriously by the industry. It's not taken seriously by the Oscars. It's not taken seriously by a lot of people. And it is kind of a controversial topic. Yeah. But I like... But the live action remakes I really did like were the Maleficent movies because they did something different. Cruella. And even, I've never watched Cruella Cruella's actually so because good. that's when I started boycotting live action remakes. <laughs> but I actually did really like 
Maleficent because it aimed to tell a different story and it wasn't just trying to remake the movie. We're taking turns blocking the sun. Now our guest has <laughs> has uh, left the building to, to do it. Still here. <laughs> you, you, you hear just me? Sound, Hi, I'm still here. You just sound far away. <laughs> For the the listeners. You can only see my legs now. <laughs> yep. What was, what's your editor's name? It's Gerald, Gerald right? Gerald. Gerald, you could fix this. I, I have faith in you. Gerald, I think you you're got a this. good editor. Yeah, you can do it. Shall we cut to an ad break? Yes, can I do, can I do something cool for yeah. that? Dude, yeah. So do I do, cool. I do like a little, and then. Oh, transition. This is the on, on the moves uh, segment. On the moves. Section. And we're Sorry. back, and you can actually see us, so that's good. I hope I hope the sun just follows us over here. <laughs> I hope it just the sun chases has us a down. vendetta against us. Yeah. Do you want want to talk about anything else, or do we need a segue to something? Segue. Uh, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Mall cop. Mall Where is he? Where is he this time? Um. Do you see him? I, I think know. he's actually flying over. Oh. Yeah, he's coming by. Uh... <laughs> okay, so I have a story. <laughs> yes, here we go. Okay. Story time. Oh my I'm sorry, bro. Okay. okay, so Ginger's the... taken over. I mean, sorry. <laughs> the other ginger. The, the real ginger. ginger. I mean, the other ginger. Sorry. <laughs> no, come back. She doesn't have a mic. Good. Good. <laughs> you can't just take. The... No. We moved locations. They're they're running around. I'm just here alone. I don't even know what they're saying. Okay. What's your story? Okay, okay. So I met these two um, because of the sport we're all in, and like we like I knew them kind of, but I wasn't really friends. Like I didn't know know them until this one time, like us and then um, our other friend. We're gonna go to like this party. I went in Isaac's car and mm -hmm. we were the only ones. And this was like my first time one-on-one -on -one interacting with this guy. We get in the car <laughs> and he's like, all right, you have control of Ox. You can play whatever yeah. you want. If you ever get in my car, unless you have an Android, God bless your soul. Uh, <laughs> I have I an get, Android. I, who you are. You know who you are. Whoever can plug in, I'm like, all right, you, you, you're on the Ox. You control yeah. what we listen to. He gave me his phone. It was, I had power. Yeah. Um, I bet I didn't abuse it, but so I put on my favorite band. Love Joy. Love Joy. Love Joy. Wait. So, <laughs> way back in the year 2020 to 2021, there was like this little, this little known um, Minecraft community called Dream SMP. It's just <laughs> pretty small, pretty not not many people if know you, about it. If, if you of, know, you know. If you've heard of Minecraft, you probably know. Yeah, you definitely know what Dream SMP is. So, <laughs> um, so I actually like would follow a lot of creators in Dream SMP. I'd watch some of it and stuff, and then even like when I was fizzling out, I still watched some of the creators. And one of them I watched was Wilbur Soot, and I would listen to a lot of his music. Like I've listened to Your City Give Me Asthma, and I knew he was making a band. So in May, they dropped their first EP. And I, like the day it dropped, I listened to it. And I just, I immediately loved it. It was something I was finally looking for. I would listen to it on repeat. It's only, it was only four songs. And I just, I know all of them. And then a couple months later in October, Pebble Brain dropped. And Pebble Brain dropped the week I was booted because of an injury. So that was like what got me through it. It dropped the day I was booted. That was a wild day. I was booted, I got a car, Pebble Brain dropped. And then 
just back in June, they dropped um, a Wake Up and It's All Over, and then they just dropped a new song, Normal People Things. Normal People Things actually dropped the day of a meet. That mm -hmm. was pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, they're I my favorite you, band. I remember you jamming out on the bus you to that to like excited. prep, prep for it. I was very excited. I was, my roommate and I were up at midnight because my roommate also loves Lovejoy, and we were just like listening to it. It is so good. I yeah. love Normal People Things. From my perspective, when we were in that car, we were, we were heading to this this party, quote unquote. We all went and I brought like Cards Against Humanity because I knew- He we... wore a fedora. <laughs> I wore a fedora. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it. That's my party hat. But, but I, because I knew like, I, I expected we would be like the people in the corner, like we were just going to play like cards and whatever. Uh, little did I know that I'm incredible at beer pong. Granted, I was not drinking beer, but it I was water pong. I, I was dominating the, the water pong table with my with my teammate Daniel. But anyway, driving there, I give Mags the ox and she starts playing the song and like it's a good song. It's this like indie rock band and I'm like, all right, I'm jamming out to this. This is great. And I noticed the voice because I also like followed like the Dream SMP when that was giant and I was like I feel like this is Wilbursit, but if I say this and I'm wrong, it's going to be so embarrassing to be like, hey, is this that Minecraft guy? <laughs> no. But eventually I was like, is this who I think it is? Is this is this Wilbursit's indie band? And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is Wilbursit's band. And then we could, oh then we could jam out to it. I love it. Joy so much. I want to go to one of their concerts so bad. I don't listen to a lot of indie bands, but... I have a couple friends like you and my good friend Channa who like got me on a band called uh, Slaughter Beach Dog and like with Lovejoy and it's just cool to hear like these you know not necessarily so popular but still like really good artists you know. I'm a big like alternative music fan. Um, I'm also started listening to metal recently. I don't want to be that person like oh it's mainstream ill like I don't listen to a lot of mainstream music. Um, like we love the underground artists. <laughs> <laughs> like Addison Grace is also indie, um, an indie artist but yeah so like when I find people who like Lovejoy or when I get people into Lovejoy I get really really excited because that is my favorite band and I absolutely love like all their music. Their music is good and it's really helped me branch out and realize what kind of music genre I like. I'd love to go to one of their concerts because like since they're still technically a smaller indie band, they're not as big, they're more personable, you can do more stuff with it. And I've watched so many Wilbur Soot streams that like I would love to just actually meet this person because I followed him for so long. He's got such a nice British voice, Wilbur. Like <laughs> it's just nice to listen to his voice. His, and... It is like I will I will try to replicate his voice when I like sing their songs, but I, I can't. I can't. I'm not. I'm not the the deep voiced British man. Sh should I talk the rest of this episode in a British accent just to to give? No, I, no. no I would love that. Yeah, it sounds, be like, awesome. sounds like you would. Yeah, would you'd really love, love that, that, wouldn't you? Mate. <laughs> I you would. would that, do you have any indie bands really... you listen to, mate? Not much, mate. Not much. Not much, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing a British accent. But another band you wow. guys should listen to that's an indie band that isn't well known is Bears and Trees. I love Bears and Trees. They're such a silly little band. They're also British. British. I love them. It's all the British indie bands. Oi, we're British indie bands, innit? Um, but yeah, Bears and Trees is really good. It's got this very silly vibe. One of my favorite songs by them is Concrete. I love it. And actually, my favorite Lovejoy song is Concrete. So two songs about concrete. They're different songs? They're different songs. He's, he is doing it the rest of That's the That's wild, the mate. I am, I am so... 
Listen, I'm on board with it. Listen, we spent yeah. 16 hours on a bus over the past two days watching Ted Lasso, so my British accent is we, I think quite, we, quite good. I think we got through like half of the whole series. Yeah, we did. Oh it's worth it's worth a watch. It it's is crazy. I wish I was on this bus ride. That sounds like a very fun bus ride. It was not. It was long. <laughs> it was too long. Too long. Too ever, long. Have you ever been to my my country of Britain? <laughs> Yes, I have actually. Really? Yeah, twice. That's so cool. Really, 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 really. It's actually really funny too, because my first band that was like a favorite band that I was addicted to was the Beatles. So I think I just have a thing for British bands. What's your favorite Beatles song, mate? So my favorite uh, Beatles songs are Blackbird, which is just done by Paul McCartney. I also like the entire Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hug. Hearts Club Band album, I think it is amazing. I think it is very uh, impressive and it's definitely an experimental style, especially mm-hmm. for the time. Mm-hmm. But there is the Yellow Submarine movie and that is the trippiest movie I have ever watched. I own it on DVD and it's one of the best things I've ever watched. I love the Yellow Submarine movie. I was raised on classic rock. So I need to make sure this song I'm thinking of I had is, a classic is rock by then. Phase mm-hmm. When I was little. My dad, um, he was a teenager into the 70s and 80s. So he like that's what he knew was classic rock. So he raised me on classic rock. So okay. I know a lot of it. I've actually been to a Kiss concert, and it was amazing. That's crazy. It was so amazing, and it was like there was fire. Gene Simmons was doing his thing. The drum solo <laughs> was like amazing. If Kiss had another concert, like if I didn't go to their end of the road tour, if they like actually toured again, which they probably won't because they're old, um, I would go again because that was amazing. That was one of the best concerts. Concerts I have ever been to. Do you have a favorite Beatles song, mate? I I do like Blackbird. Blackbird um, that is probably my favorite. Blackbird's I don't really great. listen to the Beatles that much. Yeah. Well, um, I I was gonna say a completely different song that wasn't the Beatles you can at stop all. This. You can stop using. I'm the sorry. Accent. He's gonna do the bit what? the entire podcast. You two are I th- the. Ones. I think it's. I think it's done. You two are the I ones. The accent. Anyway, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say she's a rainbow, but that's by the Rolling Stones, not the Beatles. So <laughs> I band. was completely off base. Do you have it, a favorite Beatles song though that you know that's a Beatles song? Oh sugar, do 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 do. Ah oh, honey, honey, voodoo, do, do. You know. Yeah. That one's a Beatles song, right? Right. Uh, right, mates. Yeah. I believe so. Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> that's Australian. Crikey. You're Aussie now, man. I'm an Aussie. You're he's, Aussie now. He's turning Australian. Get a, get a long neck. That's not a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> Shrimp uh, on the barbie. Shrimp on the barbie. Steve barbie. Irwin. A dingo ate my baby. <laughs> Steve Irwin. He's part of the, the, the holy trinity of good people. <laughs> it's Steve Irwin, Bob Ross, and Mr. Rogers. Man, yeah, that, that is, is a stacked. Three. That is stacked. Just I've the nev- Holy Trinity. I've never heard that, but that is. Those are three. One taught you to love animals. One taught you to love other people, and one taught you to love yourself. I love watching old Mr. Roger episodes, like the old black and white ones. I, when I was 15 years old and a silly little freshman in high school, I watched like the first episode and he had an entire song being like, "There's only you, and the you is special. So please learn to be you." And I, I sobbed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's. Beautiful. They have the documentary and also the um, the new movie, the new movie Tom Hanks. with Tom Hanks. They both made me ball. Um, <laughs> they're a- amazing. It is just incredible what he what he accomplished. You know, just like helping out so many kids grow yeah. up. Yeah. 
And it's like it, even like his old stuff. Like I love watching his older videos. Like black. Like even the ones where they started transitioning to color. Whenever I'm feeling down, I am 19 years old in college with a car. I still watch Mr. Rogers to, when I'm having a bad day because like he just makes me feel good and he makes me feel better. Yeah, that's so nice. I love the I love the added with a car on that. <laughs> with a car. Like without a car, you're basically a Flex. child. And, Flex. But, I, but with a car, I should be more put together. It's the fact that he still hits me like even as I'm older, and a lot of like the stuff I like is about like learning to grow up and learning that like you're growing up and even though you still feel like a child because like I, I feel like that a lot and I think COVID was a big part of that mm. so being able to watch Mr. Rogers and know that like he still affects me is very special to me. Well Mags thank you today for being our neighbor so of to speak. Uh, where, where can people find you and follow um, you and find more awesome animated things you do? So I actually do have a um, art Instagram and a YouTube and this will be the first time people on it see my face and name. So uh, technical face reveal, follow at Ciro Studios underscore on Instagram and then Ciro Studios on YouTube. I have one YouTube video, but I have more on my art Instagram. And if you're coming from my Instagram, Hi, this is my face. Subtle face reveal. Seen here first on the Ginger and Cinnamon this podcast. Is, this is Ciro. Oh my gosh, this is going to be bigger than Dream's face reveal. <laughs> when he Big, did his bigger face bigger reveal. than Dream's face <laughs> reveal. And then he did an unface reveal. <laughs> and then he did another face reveal. Yeah. Oh my, ew, you know, Dream. Nah, ew. This is going to be ew. this is going to be bigger than that. Ew. This is we're going to start our own indie band called the gin, the ginger, 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 and cinnamon. Ginger, 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 well, ginger, ginger square. We still, we still ginger could cut squared. out. Yeah. We might, you know, we don't need two gingers. And I we found a pretty. Hold on a second. I mean, hold I just feel like there's been a flow today that is unlike any other. And <laughs> as the she, mic is mine she takes now. The mic. <laughs> yeah. How does this make you feel? Seems like no. That, it's like take this. <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you just going to end every episode now, like, off camera, walking off camera? Thank you, everyone, so much for watching. Thank you. You can see us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you watch a reputable podcast. That's where we are. Please, if you want, leave comments. We'll read them out and talk to you. We like attention. You like attention. It's a win, 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 win. Uh, and Gerald, good luck with the lighting, man. Uh, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gerald. <laughs> yeah. We love you. Until next time, stay, stay spicy. spicy.